All right. Well, we're getting started with <laughs> get started off right here on Saturday night on the circle. Ethan Hatcher, your host, producer Jack on the board. And this is the first broadcast of 2024. I'm very excited, but obviously we're still ironing out the bumps and that's OK. That's OK. We'll get it figured out. Um so I we we've recently had over the last few months um kind of a producer shuffle uh, producer Carl had left for greener pastures and then we had producer Gary for a couple of weeks but he went out for a pack of cigarettes and never came back. Am I am I correct in assuming producer Jack that you are the new permanent producer for Saturday night on the circle is that correct in my assumption? Yes, that's correct. Awesome. And yeah, um I haven't gotten trained on the show exactly but <laughs> <laughs> we, we have worked together before, so I'm pretty confident. We'll figure it out, man. Yeah. You've done a great job on other shows. I have nothing but the utmost confidence in your ability to execute this highly rated <laughs> Saturday night show. Thank you know, you. I, I mean, it, I, I just had to confirm that it was going to be you to be the permanent uh, b- uh, producer because they tell me nothing around here. Yeah. They, they really do. I'm the low man on the totem pole. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm kept completely out of the loop. Well, glad to welcome you to the show. Uh, welcome to this uh, highly rated program and i look forward to working with you uh, week after week thank you i look forward to it too let's get started with the stories for this evening after all we have to commemorate this inaugural 2024 broadcast with a reflection on the outgoing governor eric holcomb he gave his final state of the state address and wouldn't you know it he hit quite a self-congratulatory note but was it deserved nearly every step forward we've made during these last seven years has followed the Indiana model. A remarkable team effort. So please give yourselves and our statewide partners a big round of applause on a job well done. Establishment, establishment, you always know what's best. You suck! Learn the rules! I had to cut down the self-adulation. They gave themselves more than a minute standing ovation. But what is there to celebrate? The infrastructure of the capital city is crumbling. We have a rising crime rate. Uh, Property taxes are forcing Hoosiers out of their homes. The legislature passed the highest gas tax increase in Indiana state history and all of that under Governor Eric Holcomb's tenure. The fact that he was trying to say Indiana is a leader nationwide in infrastructure is really thumbing his nose, particularly at Hoosiers living in the capital city because it's falling apart. Yeah, I, you know, US 40 might be fine. Driving along I-70 is pleasant enough. But if you get off the highway and start hitting Michigan Street or New York Street or 10th Street or some of the alleyways right over on my side of town, you got a 15 foot pothole that's been festering for years. And Eric Holcomb's going to act like everything is okay. We're now known for advanced manufacturing, for being a top 10 ag state, a leader in plant animal and life sciences, a top convention destination, a logistics and freight hub, a top state in the nation for infrastructure. Liar! 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 Get back, witch! 
I mean, it's just not a good look for the governor to be saying we're leading the nation when he's allowing the capital city to fall apart. Like, I'm, is he just not driving around the state house very much? Maybe that's part of the uh, cushy gig. You know, uh, uh, they outfit the governor's vehicle with uh, extra uh, extra strong suspension. I don't know what's going on. Uh, so that way he doesn't notice the potholes on his journey here. Um, or maybe he's just lying to you. And that's uh, the simpler truth. Of course, he was also uh, making grand gestures about uh, the AAA credit rating that uh, Indiana has maintained thanks to its surplus, but he mentioned nothing about the disastrous shortfalls in Medicaid thanks to his expansion of government-run health care. Our population is growing faster than every state we border. We paid down $4.5 billion in debt, returned $1.5 billion to taxpayers, all while maintaining prudent reserves to keep our AAA state credit rating. (laughs) I'd buy that for a dollar. Thank goodness we had the prudent reserves that were largely grown by pre, you know predecessors in the executive office than Governor Holcomb. Because if if we didn't have that, we wouldn't be able to pay for the nearly billion dollar shortfall of his expansion in the Medicaid program. So Governor Holcomb is not a strong conservative leader, and the Indiana State Legislature, the General Assembly, has only enabled his profligate spending, which has been exacerbated since uh, the pandemic. Pandemic and and in particular some of the uh, uh, disastrous. Uh, decisions that were uh, laid uh, laid out during the pandemic really impacted small businesses like my own to the tune of more than $30,000 in losses thanks to the governor's implementation of the eviction moratorium that was later extended by the president completely unconstitutional and of course the mask mandates and the shutdowns in which the government played favorites and got to pick which businesses were allowed to function and which businesses had to close doing enormous damage to small business owners across the state and now he's buddying up with these cushy multi-billion dollar uh, international corporations and that's all well and good economic expansion you, you know is is twofold on the one hand you have to uh, uh, big business is great but on the other hand you have to invest in small business expansion in the state as well for Hoosiers who uh, who are lifelong you know lifelong uh, residents of the state and who intend to keep their business and expand here providing uh, jobs for locals whereas these multinational corporations they come and they go and you can't stake your entire state on their success. But Garrick Holcomb, of course, buddying up to some of these multi-billion dollar corporations and uh, giving them individual recognition during the state of the state, showing you how in bed the government is with big business. All three of these total over $9 billion in new investment. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Yoon Jin Kim, Star Plus Energy's newly appointed CEO. We could not be more humbled and appreciative of the faith and trust you put in our state and we will reinvest in you and your workforce. Thank you so much. There it is. It's beautiful. Take your hat off, boy. That's a dollar bill. 
Meanwhile, they're gi- you know giving taxpayer subsidies to these multi-billion-dollar corporations that don't need them for the temporary influx of economic revenue that may go in the future. It's not permanent compared to investing in your small business infrastructure and people who are tied to their communities. There needs to be a dual focus in economic expansion that Eric Holcomb has sadly lacked during his tenure, and he promises that he's not done yet. In fact, he's going to redouble his efforts during his final year as governor, and that spells doom potentially for you and me. Term limited, though I am. (laughs) Here are my promises to you for 2024. My administration will not be a ship in port. Instead, we will deploy on multiple fronts until my last day and hour as your governor. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Leaving behind an abysmal record of failure, let's hope that his replacement does better. It's probably going to be Mike Braun. We'll see, but, uh, but I got a feeling. So let's hope that things are better in the years to come.